man, this really tastes like ginger ale. I'm hey, like, uh, that's good. <laughs> ginger ale is good. It really is. I know. Yeah. McDonald's was, uh, I went to McDonald's today and they were, normally they kind of push the Sprite on you. They were pushing Did you get the burners. Grimace shake? No, no, but they, I didn't. I didn't get anything to. Oh no, I did get a coffee. I didn't thing. see that advertisement. Um, I, yeah. It was a weird advertisement. Like, what is yeah. going on? And what flavor is the Grimace shake? We I, went I there today specifically to try and get it, and as soon as we walked up to it, the signs said we are out of the Grimace. Bullshit. Shakes. Wow, wow, bullshit. What, what flavor is it supposed? No, to be? Like, I know. Absolutely no clue. Okay, purple. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. The flavor. Exactly. Purple flavor. Yes, purple drink. I've seen that for gum before. It's just like red flavor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> blue, oh, fla- blue okay. flavor is, is a flavor to be fair. So everybody knows what blue, blue raspberry is. in particular. Yes. Yeah, I know. And on top of that, it's like, there's literally no such thing as a blue raspberry. So yeah. it's well, to the best is. of my knowledge, but I know but there's, I there's know so many red you, candies. When you give you know, me a blue like raspberry watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, blue raspberry is always one of the best. Oh yeah. No doubt. And yeah, watermelon doesn't taste like watermelon. Banana no. doesn't taste like banana. But no, no yeah, definitely not. Artificial banana is one of the worst. It's not oh, good. I would, I would argue on. Ooh, yeah, I know. Yeah, some people love those laffy taffies. Those banana, those are like ah. Uh. Oh, the the banana runts. That's oh, those not. are the. I was just gonna say those are the worst of the bunch, man. <laughs> no pun intended on the bunch. <laughs> Boo. Uh, I, I truly didn't mean that either. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games, and we can just pretty much dig right into uh, the action. Uh, Randall, I know you've been uh, chipping away at a game that we've touched on a a few times, so why don't we uh, start off with that and then dig into some more stuff and then maybe close out with some Zelda. I feel like we'll dig in deeper into that. So we'll save that for the end of the episode. And yes. Go from there. <laughs> Just dig right into a chasm of Zelda later on. <laughs> right now. Talk about I love some... it. I'm already thinking about what I'm playing. I'm like, oh, we're already making puns left and right. Here <laughs> <Yep>. we go. <laughs> Resident Evil 4. So this is, uh, this will be the, the close out. Cause I did in fact beat Resident Evil 4 remake. Hey. Uh, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Me too. Yeah. I, I like, I had to stick with this thing. Um, although like I had said last time, you know, I took like a 10 day break because Zelda tears of the kingdom just like inserted itself right in the middle of all of that. And like, Oh yeah, I have to start this right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially because, you know, if I go online, you know, random things are going to get spoiled for me just by like looking Seeing at a, a random clip or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have to play Zelda, but like then just like, you know, I'm like, oh, we're going to record another podcast. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, I'm still thinking about Resident Evil 4. Like, man, I just still really like that game. And I went back and at first it was like, oh, the control scheme just taking me a second to like flip between these two things are so like diametrically opposite apart. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. opposite yeah but you know man oh just again like riding a bike once i got going with it i'm like and i was so close to the end as it was um it only took like one session beyond where i was when i stopped to talk about it the last time i talked about it so like okay, i was nice basically on the precipice of you know the final boss it just had been long enough that i had forgotten that oh yeah i guess this game is <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, if not you, all that long. Yeah. yeah. If you don't dick around like I do, this is like a 20 hour game max. Like mm-hmm. this is, you know, and I was that close to the end and it's. Yeah, I don't know if I can say a lot new that I didn't already say before, but if you enjoyed Resident Evil 4, if it ever piqued your interest, I think this is the best way to play Resident Evil 4, this remake, and on, you know, modern consoles. I think it even came out on PS4, if I remember correctly. Um, But man, it just, it's, they did, all the rough edges that might have even been there before, I feel like have been sanded down, but not in a way that takes away from the personality of it all or anything, right? It just, you know, it's the perfect remake, remaster that way um, to me. I I adore that game, and I know they're going to do... Being Capcom, they love their DLC, so you know I have a hard time believing that they won't do the separate ways DLC, which came out with the original original Resident Evil Four as a part of the PlayStation Four release. It wasn't part of the GameCube release, okay, uh, which made me jealous back in the day. But then was added when they released it on Wii. Um, so I'm hoping <laughs> okay. that we get that DLC for to play as Ada Wong, who you know, uh, interstitially. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, she she's involved in Leon's campaign as kind of like a side character that helps you, but you don't quite trust her. And like Leon's just a, mm-hmm. a big dumb anyway, so you know he's just <laughs> he thinks through his muscles, um, but that's fine. <laughs> you yeah. go along. It's all it's all part of the roller coaster ride. But yeah. Ada is there to like help you and she just kind of gives you what you need. And, you know, here's some keys to a jet ski and whatever else. And Mm -hmm. like, here's a rocket launcher, blah, blah, blah. But she's got her own separate campaign. And I really hope that Capcom releases that soon because I want the excuse to go back, let alone the mercenaries mode, which is another thing that kind of got popular with the original release of of that and kind of Resident Evil 5 and has been kind of a mode they've used a few times in, in subsequent releases, but it's also part of Resident Evil 4. Is that kind of like a horde mode sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like open-ended. Here's all the different enemies. You know, here's just yeah. a collection of different things. Just stay alive as long as you can. Survival blah, blah. sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Can you play that co-op, do you remember? Or? I don't know. You know, I still haven't booted it up. Uh, I just like was basking in the glow of like, oh, I beat Resident Evil 4 and then just pivoted right back to Zelda, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing those are on separate platforms, so you could yes. you didn't have to worry about like, oh, I gotta swap out the cartridge or disc 100%. or whatever. Or, yes, that would yeah. have been very difficult that way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is it gun does it have a switch release or no plans no. for that? Uh, no, not that I've seen. No. I think Although it's they've just... done those cloud uh like download versions yeah. for the previous Resident Evil remakes, so maybe if those did well enough, maybe there's a little hope for it. But yeah, because I, I was like, I I do want I know that Resident Evil 4 is the classic and like yeah. well regarded yeah. as like a masterpiece on like GameCube. And yeah. like I've never played the original and like you talking about this is like I've, I've never played a Resident Evil game. And I was like, yeah, like. It- you're I mean, doing a good job one. selling it. Yeah, yeah, this was the first one that I played like super seriously. Like I'd said before, I was too much of a scaredy cat to play the the RE the original Resident Evil remake that happened on GameCube. I'd bought it. And I'm like, oh, uh, I'm scared. I even tried to like take it back to GameStop. <laughs> like, uh, no, you can. But sell even it still, like the yeah. the Resident Evil two and three remakes that they did mm-hmm. recently, like those mm-hmm. didn't interest me and i don't know why but like this one does and maybe it's It's definitely a different type of gameplay yeah it's 
it's a different game for sure. Although I, I haven't played the two and three, but just what I've seen. I feel like John in particular, I think you might find yourself into it both based on like yeah. your humor and your familiarity with this sort of like GameCube era. Yeah. And like style. that, I feel like John, I could see John really resonating with like the inventory system. Yeah, that too. Uh, for sure. That stuff. <laughs> like I just feel yes. like there's a lot of stuff in this game yes. that's like, Ooh, John would like that. Yes. 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 Um, and even, and even I would like that in, in some regard, I, I don't see myself like running out to pick it up, but it's like, Oh, if I'm ever like browsing at a random game shop and I see a physical copy for cheap and I've got a PS five or Xbox yeah. series X or whatever down the road, it's like, then eh, maybe I'll grab it cheap. But I think yeah. it's a no brainer, especially if it gets down to yeah bargain bin since it's yeah. still relatively early on and this modern generation yeah it's ill it's it's yeah. spectacular i'll play it in it. 10 years you know yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah. hey nice. it'll still be good yeah because yeah. the game ultimately didn't change that much from when it released in what 2005 yeah. so yes god oh be good. the 20th anniversary yeah that's Serious. What I'll play <laughs> on. yeah oh man well i wasn't uh planning on going right into this but it's, this is actually too perfect of a transition because i actually i watched there's been all these recent uh like showcases on like a, the, the summer like game announcement events are all going on i don't think i think e3 didn't happen i can't remember now but everybody's been doing like this showcase that showcase even like some smaller like indie you know they just call a lot of people just call them like directs like there's this like wholesome direct that like showcases a bunch mm-hmm. of like wholesome cozy style games and then uh but capcom did a showcase and like i saw everybody all of a sudden was tweeting about it like capcom showcase i was like okay let me hop on and see what's going on and then they announced that that ghost trick phantom detective game yeah. uh they were like oh you know they kind of showed a little bit about it and like hey, and there's a demo for it right now and I had been thinking about, you know, I talked about this game, I think, even on a save it for the cast or maybe when Randall and I were doing like our retro hunting. Yeah. And I was kind of like, you know, this is a game I always wanted to play. And now it's like two hundred dollars oh or God, whatever yeah. on DS. Like, it's I'm so never going to get it. Mm-hmm. Although I think I did uh, when I was looking this game up, I could be misspeaking because I ended up streaming the demo after they announced it. Like, not right after, but a couple days later. So, you know what? I'm just going to check that out because I'm curious how the touch screen like being that it was a DS game originally. Yeah. And I think they did port it to mobile. Cause when I looked it up, I thought I saw it as like a, on the app store or something. I, I could be, no, could have just seen right. something out of the corner of my eye, but yeah. I thought I, I kind of have a vague recollection of that, but I was like, well, I wonder how it's going to work on the switch. Are they going to use touch controls and it's going to be a game that you, you know, want to maybe play handheld or how's it going to work? But at least mm-hmm. in the demo, I don't think they allow touch controls. I was playing handheld and I, I ended up playing on the TV when I was streaming, but you pretty much have to use like the joystick and it feels very much like I've never played the Ace Attorney games, but it feels like it's kind of like a hybrid and I'm partially thinking this because it's Capcom too, but the way the presentation is done and it's kind of like these story beats and it's kind of like this mystery detective game and it's just got such an amazing stylish oh, yeah. presentation. Like I was a little bit bummed, I will say, and I mentioned this while I was streaming too, like it's so crisp and HD now. I kind of miss like that pixelated like 2d mm-hmm. like sort of pseudo 3d look on the ds yeah. it still has that pseudo 3d stuff going on and it still looks awesome but it's like i've kind of missed that like you know like how a short hike has those like oh, pixels yeah. that just kind of like are soft looking you know yes. or polygons that are soft looking so like i missed that a little bit like this has this crisp style but the demo was pretty dang long like i played through i felt like almost like two or three little like short chapters but i kept like going and going but i was like oh, it seems like it's just the start of the game like it seems like if i buy this game i'm gonna be able to pick up my save file from here so Hell yeah i kept playing and it's just so cool like every concept like to travel to different areas you have you're like you're playing as this like dead character it kind of reminds me of the premise reminds me a little bit of pushing daisies the tv show if anyone's familiar with yeah. that like mm. in that show like uh 
the character can like touch someone who's dead, bring them back to life for like a minute or something like that. And then they can touch them again and they die. And if they don't touch them again, they stay alive forever. That I guess that concept's not in here, but basically like (laughs) you're, you're dead. You're dead for 24 hours, but you have 24 hours to, or like until, until the morning comes or something, uh, to like save this girl's life. Like you kind of wake up as this like dead body in your soul and just watching, Oh shit, this girl's about to die. But then you like can rewind time four minutes and like see what happened. And then basically it goes into this like kind of real time freeze time combination. You have to do some stuff like, let me jump. Like there's like all these little soul points on every, not every element, but a lot of the interactive elements in the screen. So like, okay, let me go over and possess this refrigerator with my soul and then open the refrigerator door so that it's closer to this other thing so that I can reach the bicycle and then possess that bicycle and pedal the pedals so that it moves down the track a little bit. Like there's all these making things. Making a Rube Goldberg machine. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of is like that. And it even feels like you'd have to like get the timing down. Like there's one part where I had to like get this string into a blender And then like that would raise the flag. But then I had to like time it right so that I could possess the flag while it got raised. It's crazy. And it's kind of all real time and because there's a real like kind of like sand timer off to the right. That's like, okay, time's ticking. Hurry up. And it was a little annoying, like some of the tutorializing. It's like, hey, you know, it keeps like interrupting, like make sure you do this in time or make sure you whatever. But it started to feel like, man, it feels like once this game opens up past these opening scenes, like you're really going to have some free form solutions it's not going to be just a scripted maybe it like it'll be more hitman style where maybe there's like three or four different things that you mm-hmm. can do to solve a puzzle but just the yeah. presentation's amazing like to travel from scene to scene i don't think i finished this thought you like dial the different location through the rotary phone so you have to like possess the phone and then travel through the phone lines to get to a different location Hell yeah and just oh it's just such a cool so i wasn't even planning on talking about this game but i had it <laughs> written down but i was just like oh that capcom transition is just too good i had a lot of fun streaming it. i played all, like almost an hour of it and still i i cut it short like the demo didn't end i was just like ah, nice. I'm, i just feel like playing something else so <laughs> i'm gonna jump over to something else uh and then I guess I, I'll just talk about this one briefly because I feel like it's a game and a series that everyone knows. But uh, Shovel Knight, uh, they just released a new DLC for that Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon uh, game, which I picked up on Switch as soon as they announced the DLC. And actually, so the game came out like now Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon is available if you have Netflix. You can download it on mobile. So now it's on. I don't know if you can get it on mobile outside of Netflix, but like they kind of like we're talking about how they read, you know, oriented the game to be played on a vertical screen and, nice. you know, just reformatted some of the menus because I'm playing on Switch here. So I saw the DLC was out. So I was like, oh, I never even picked up that game. And uh, sure enough, because the DLC, it was half off. Uh, so it was only 10 bucks instead of 20. And the DLC was free. It's not like a paid DLC. And apparently they're planning on doing three more DLCs nice. for this game that are free. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Like, at least two more. Like, yeah, the serious paradigm of just releasing more content just than you could have stuffing, ever imagined. Stuffing your guts full of goodness. Like, I could just play just this game. And, not, and I, I'm not going to say that it's like my favorite game ever or anything like that. I'm kind of at a weird point because it's really, really fucking hard. Like, unbelievably hard. It's kind of like a plays like a it's way more than match three. Like I'm getting like 35 chain combos. So like it's, but it's essentially like a match three puzzler, but it plays like, it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around it because it's like a top down perspective and it moves like you're just moving up, down, left, right. And it's almost more like a roguelike or roguelite style gameplay. Like you play until you die, you pick up some upgrades and buffs along the way or like items that are, you'll pick up a shield that'll block uh, two damage for 12 
turns or whatever, or 12 like attacks that you do. But you're basically, you know, just like in a roguelike or turn based like old school RPG, you're just bumping into enemies to attack them. And then you whatever enemy you attack, any other enemy of the same type that's touching it will take the same amount of damage. And then, okay. but like, for example, even on the first stage, like, so there's like these slime blobs or whatever. I forget, or there's, there's some kind of beetles or something. I forget what they are on the first stage, but you can get like oh, a yeah. pretty easy combo on those. They just take like two attacks, but you're taking damage every time you attack something, unless you uh, are watching or unless you have like a shield or some kind of, you know, item that blocks it. So like these skeletons, when you attack them, like they do two damage, you have five health with Shovel Knight. And there's like you can unlock virtually every character as a play in Shovel Knight is a playable character in this game. So like King Knight has an ability where you can like dash across the screen. Uh, Shield Knight gets like buffs and, you know, barriers that block attacks every time you get a combo. So they're like nice. every character has like a distinct play style. Not nothing crazy, just like one ability except for Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight's just basic. I think you get like an extra attack point or something on your chains. Um, but nothing like that. You press a button to activate or anything. He's the Mario. But yeah, you, yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got like a it, like a very similar art style, but like a way more like bold and like kind of zoomed in, almost like a chibi art style going on. Mm. Like everything's like a little more cutesy, a little more like overly animated, um, or just like overexpressive. Um, not over. That's not the right word. But just like yeah, everyone's kind of exaggerated expressions and stuff like that. But it's really like. Again, most roguelikes, you maybe go through like four or five different zones and then there's like the final battle or whatever. This is like I'm getting through like six, seven, eight zones and it just keeps fucking going. And every zone is like new types of enemies. And again, I didn't even finish. Like so when you attack those skeletons, like if you're full health and you go to kill the skeletons, you're down to one hit point after that. So there's like potions you have to constantly be grabbing as well and then grab those potions to try to set up different chains. Uh, But there's like. I, just different like portals you can go into like, oh, I found this secret tile and now I can jump in here and do a little mini game or do a little collect three keys. And you're yeah, it's it's very similar to kind of grindstone style like grid. You got this like, you know, you're just working your way through the board. You got to like kill enough enemies or like basically just make enough progress. And then like uh, but the the difficult thing is like it plays this top down perspective, but everything also plays like the tie. The puzzle pieces are still falling from the top. And then it says, like, time time moves slow when you're not moving, but it still f- moves pretty fucking fast. It just doesn't move as fast as when you're moving, because uh, otherwise, it like, time moves when you move kind of super hot style, I guess. Makes but sense. it's still, like, things keep, like, you'll get boxed in really quickly, and, like, if there's, if you're low on health and you're surrounded by skeletons, it doesn't matter. How, it's, like, it can, they can tell you you can take your time all you want, but if you're surrounded by tough enemies... There's not much you can do, but yeah, they like later on, they're throwing like these crystal crabs at you that take like eight hits. So you got to be like hitting them three times or shield enemies that like when you attack them from above, they like throw their shield up and then you got to move around them to attack them from the other direction. Uh. But you're, you're almost like thinking of it from top down, but also side on. I can't quite like wrap my head around what I'm supposed to be looking at it from. So are there are there like difficulty levels that like are are you playing or is it just like one set difficulty level so that you're playing on? It, so yeah, I actually finally cracked after like quite a few runs after playing on like the one stock mode. You can go to infinite stock mode, which basically plays like puzzle mode, but it's still fucking hard as hell. Like <laughs> you because you the even infinite. So now the only way you can lose, you don't lose by you. You still die if you and you kind of like time starts rushing forward and the board starts filling up real quick and then you respawn, you know, two seconds later, three seconds later. But obviously in a more precarious situation. 
But if the board fills up, you still lose. Mm. So I'm still like sometimes even on the first stage, sometimes if I have like an unlucky, make a couple dumb mistakes, like I'm losing on the first stage sometimes, even in this puzzle mode. And you can go anywhere. I, I like there's a limit at some point, but I think you can do like up to like 25 stocks. You can do one, two, three. You can kind of just set the difficulty however oh, you nice. want. And it does prompt you with that right at the very first time you play. It's like, do you want to play in like one stock mode where it's essentially like a roguelite or do you want to play more like a match three puzzle game with infinite stock? And I obviously lean towards the more difficult approach most times, but it's still, again, I'm still like, it's not like I'm lacking a challenge playing in this puzzle mode. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it, but it is because it's so hard and because the runs are a little bit longer, not that they take a particularly long time, but like it it just feels like a little bit of an investment. Like you're, you're really thinking about most of your moves other than in the very early going. So it's not a game that I'm just like kind of playing mindlessly. Like, like right. I mentioned grindstone, I'm not going to really talk about it, but I've been because I'm like, I want to play something with that flavor, but not so mentally. I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. And, and grindstone, you got to, you know, think about your moves too, but yeah. you, you really can take as much time as you want between right. turns. There's no real time element to that game at all. Right. Um. So I, yeah, I've been having fun bouncing between those two games among other games, but yeah, those have been kind of my main go-tos and it's just, nuts it, it makes me really want to pick up shovel knight dig i know you were kind of like just lukewarm or medium on that one randall yeah. when you fired it up on apple arcade but i'm like ah got around i was kind of hoping they would both be on sale to be honest but i was like i'll take them one at a time because this one's definitely got plenty of meat on the bones i think that's fair so just wait for a sale it'll be worth it at that point for sure you know yeah exactly just give it a flyer. exactly yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I said, I wasn't planning on talking about Ghost Trick there, but it was just too good. And that demo is awesome, so I recommend checking it out. But uh, Capcom yeah, been I, on fire. They yeah. really have. They showed off a few other games that looked pretty cool that I had never heard of. Like they showed off some weird like dino fighting game and some other. It wasn't Dino Crisis, but it was like <laughs> some kind of like MMO looking thing. It looked kind of cool. It looked kind of like uh, I don't know, kind of like monster hunter another monster like, hunter ish yeah so, mm-hmm. sort of but like more they're with like monsters they're dinosaurs like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah i know i mentioned uh at the top that we'd probably be talking some zelda stuff so why don't i uh kick it over to you guys because uh i have i have yet to play any more of this game since last time we chatted, <laughs> so <laughs> sticking yeah. to my guns <laughs> yeah not, not surprised on that one yeah. as much but that's, <laughs> boy oh zelda uh where do we want to even start, man? Yeah, I, 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 would say, I, I will say I've been enjoying like living vicariously through like in our discord and stuff, like just seeing the posts and like just enjoying everyone else's enjoyment of the game. So yeah. I've just like resigned myself to like, OK, I'm just going to enjoy others enjoyment. I'm happy to dig in and discuss it, but I'm like, I'm, I'm just it isn't for me. And that's all, you know, I don't yeah. need to think about it beyond that, you know? Yeah. So like um, I'm I'm about 35 hours in now. I wish I had more hours. Um, I got to I did my first uh, chasm, um, you know, yeah. exploration 30 hours in, which I think is a lot longer than most people uh, once again. But that's just kind of how <laughs> I roll um, with these things. So I got the camera functionality about that. Time <laughs> yes. too, so that's oh, my God. That's kind of nice. Uh, <laughs> that kind of helps, too, with certain things, you know, so. Yeah, that, that. not to mention the paraglider, because I think last time we talked, you said you yes. had not found that yet. So. I didn't. No, no, I was actually going through the game and just, you know, <laughs> getting blown up in the air and then just falling <laughs> and sweating. And, and to your death, like yes. just certain death. Oh, yes. my God. Hey, I still yeah. beat a decent amount of shrines even without it. I just, oh, yeah. Like, you kind of made it work, and which I kind of liked. And then, you know, I, I just love coming out the other side, like, that much more powerful. And, you know, now I'm doing the things I should have done 20 hours ago, but I'm just, like, just just 
just mowing over these these you know enemies and scenarios right a little more beefed up a little more familiar with the gameplay and stuff yeah finally unlocking towers now i've got like five or six of those um unlocked at this point because that's something i'm deciding that i should probably focus on now that i can survive in the air and so that's been good i have two stamina wheels that helps my cause a lot now too um and i'm like i'm good with six heart like i was like i'm good with five hearts i don't need more hearts than that and then i went (laughs) into the chasm and i'm like oh no i definitely need more than than the six hearts i'm even with right now i i kind of need to focus on that a little bit more considering okay i guess spoilers ish I oh mean, we're this, gonna yeah we're just gonna get fair warning for like yes. you know, some spoilers I, uh, game's just, been out for a while but john's played the, the over 200 is hours over of now. this game so <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's all zelda and basketball from here folks so um, <laughs> you go into the chasm and you get touched by the goo or you know stuff and, or the enemies and then your heart or the even the container of your heart turns like uh what is it like like broken artifact right you can't use Mm -hmm. it anymore right your maximum health is is reduced by one correct for permanently or until like you until you spawn again until you find another light root yes or you eat food that replenishes the the broken hearts like yes but yeah that's uh that comes into play Oh, Much man. later in the game, when you get to, uh, uh, there are, I don't know if you've encountered a Colosseum yet. No, not yet, but I, 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 that does not surprise me that that comes into play in a number of regards. And I saw that mechanic, I'm like, oh, hearts are important. Now I understand. Yeah. Hearts are important. <laughs> Rand, having food that regenerates and clears those broken hearts is important. Yes. Because I have, like, multiple times would be like, in one of those coliseums, which are, as you might imagine, just like a series of battles that you fight. And then I get to like halfway through and I'm like, I don't have any other meals that will replenish these broken hearts. So I just need to bail. Oh, and, and I just wasted all that cooking I did yep. from before, oh, yeah. you know, like, ah, oh, it's it's great <laughs> for me. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> hell yes, I need to prepare more. I need to have stronger weapons. I need to have stronger equipment. I love the like seeing like testing the waters of how far I can go in any direction and like any context. Like the game has so many different like ways to play it yes that like and it's it's the i i think i may have mentioned it when i discussed like fantasy life where like this game in particular and like fantasy life like everything you do makes something else later easier yes and then you can move for so you are always like progressing no matter what you're doing absolutely and like that is so satisfying it's also satisfying because for me personally everything i do in this game is satisfying yes so like yeah even like i'm never just like in a way that like you know when i play genshin or when i play any other like jrpg and it's like okay i'm just going to do the same thing over and over again and yes. grind it There's out a grind yes. that you're accepting yeah no and that's, like it's exactly right though because like even with elden ring which i loved yeah. that was my game of the year but i sure as shit spent hours grinding effectively mm-hmm. in that game and I never never ever feel compelled to quote unquote grind in this game that's like yeah. 
I'm doing different things and yes, I'm making myself more powerful, but it's always like a satisfying loop and it doesn't feel like, oh, I have to do this because the game's gatekeeping me from like having a real solid chance of doing this or that otherwise. And oh. like when, whenever I run into a wall where it's like I'm in the chasm and then like I run out of like bright bloom seeds mm -hmm. and it's like, well, I just can't do this right now. And then <laughs> yeah. like I'll go and do something else and then yep. I'll realize like, 10 hours later, it's like, oh my god, I have a hundred bright bloom seeds. I can go back <laughs> into the chasm. Like, yes, you get a lot of the those game, pretty quickly. I, I think the a, a really strong thing about Tears of the Kingdom in term, in comparison to Breath of the Wild is that like it throws so much more at you in a way that you don't run into scarcity in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like you still run into like hard limits where it's like, oh, I'm yeah. out of this. I can't do it. But yep. you have a dozen other things you can do. Or different options, yeah, yeah. And, like, yep. as you different do pathways. those dozen other things, it just naturally replenishes. Because, like, yes. there are more, like, every... Instead of, like, uh, like one you encountering one animal, like, most animals are in packs. Or, like, most bokoblins now, like, will carry items that, like... Yeah. Like, there's the ones that just have, like, an entire backpack full of meat. So you're not even specifically going out and trying to hunt, but then you just like as you're playing the game and like naturally exploring, you're just accumulating this stuff. Yeah. In a way that like is very useful. And like a thing that I've realized is that like I think a thing that Tears of the Kingdom does, like especially in at the point of the game where I'm at now, is it like removes all friction. And like there are so many things that I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And it's like, I have different sets of tools I can mm -hmm. use to accomplish that. Yep. It's the materials like, are on your person. You can figure something out. Yeah. And it never is the same, like, set of tools. Like, yep. And, like, it gets to the point where, like, I'm, like, presented with a situation where I'm like, okay, I know what the salute, like, I know what the best solution is. Mm -hmm. What's the dumbest solution <laughs> I can possibly do? And, like, I will just go for, like, I was like, I bet this works and it does. Yes. Like, that's incredible. It's a yes. great feeling. I, I do feel like, cause yeah, I feel like you have to have that kind of brain. Well, you don't have to have that kind of brain to enjoy this game, but it helps. the people who I've, yeah. the people I've been seeing enjoying this game the most are like, look at how I did this Addison puzzle by attaching 45 different things to the top <laughs> of this NPC's head. Yes. And like it somehow balances perfectly and it, it just works. There's nothing even supporting it. And I'm like, <laughs> it is funny to see like that thing that you sent in our band text thread, John of like that kind of like almost like, it felt like a, like, like Chuck E. Cheese, like stage show, almost like the, mm -hmm. Those HUD, I think it was Hudson character. Yes. You said those like stand up cardboard. Oh, yeah. like dancing around and doing whatever. Like it was like, this is cool. But I like I, for me, I would not find it fun to build that in the game just because Absolutely. You know, for whatever reason. But I totally like watching a quick clip of it. You know, in the back of my brain, I can't help but think, how fucking long would it take me to do that? But at the same time, I'm like, that is fucking funny. I can't <laughs> not laugh watching it. So <laughs> but I, I, I have to say, I think the auto build feature have you even unlocked that randall yet nope man <laughs> like like I, I think we, we've talked like in private a lot about uh just how much we've enjoyed like encountering things at different speeds or how it's like not a linear gameplay yeah. where you are always encountering the same things at the same time 
I really think auto built should be a little bit more linear and more upfront because it's just so much. E- it makes so many more things like easily accessible. Like I know specifically like the things, Kevin, that you like really ran into in this game and like weren't fun for you. Like auto build just solves. I, I was just going like, to say, I would have been a little more motivated to spend the extra time. Like, okay, let me, instead of just like brute forcing my way through this solution to just get it over with, I would have been like, okay, let me build this right, get the balance right, because then I'd know I could just snap it together yeah. again and make that vehicle again so that I, you know, get from point A to point or whatever I'm trying to build. Like, yeah, I, I definitely, because someone in our Discord, uh, Cardboard Moon, mentioned that ability. And right away, I was like, okay, that's going to make things a little easier for me. And I, I never found it. I didn't play much, but. But I, it's, I it's also right not evident like it's yeah. not something that you can like just like i found it i feel pretty late in the game like oh. probably the same way that like well when i say late i mean like 40 hours in like but still for <laughs> yeah, something they could considering how they just throw you to the wolves right yeah. at the beginning like yes. they really could give you that right up front i mean it's right like there's really no reason yeah. to not especially yeah, other, other than to like not other than to not overcomplicate it, but it's already so complicated. It's like, what are you worried about? At yeah, that point, you know? the construction I, stuff is very front loaded in my experience, too. Like, I would say the yeah. last 15, 20 hours that I've played of this game and granted, like all that's baked in with like I the construction, you know, physics of it all. I'm way more familiar with and even the small like attach this to this. I can do a lot faster and I'm rotating a lot faster. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know, there's less of that stuff being like, quote unquote, forced on me than there was in those first initial areas where like, no, yes. this is what we're really going to make sure that you understand yeah. this. You can't get across this water yeah. any other way other than building right. this boat right here. Yep. you know yep. yes yeah but like that, yeah that it is it is wild how like not necessary that yeah, is it, it like turns, as soon yes. as you get into the yes. game like correct and like it is such a small part of the game yes. but it does like front load it just where it's seasoning. like absolutely yeah. ne- like it is necessary at the beginning yes. and like for specific puzzles like yes. especially when you're very early on and you don't have all of these tools yep like yeah but like the way that it introduces it is to like kind of get you to start thinking about solving puzzles in different ways like that's the thing that i really love about the shrines in particular is that they are giving you a specific scenario or a specific puzzle and then giving you the tools and be like here's a way that you can solve this and then like once you like internalize that in the shrine then you can take that out into the world and be like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, I never yeah. thought about do, taking that and like incorporating that into just like my everyday exploration. Absolutely. And like, I think that's a really good way to design is what is essentially a tutorial. Yeah. But like, even kind like pre-builds, of make, right? Like pre-builds but make of it like, into a oh, puzzle. Yeah, like, you can attach these to things like, and it's already pre-built for you. And like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like now I get like, there's some certain designs that I can make and I didn't realize how like easy and like, oh, if I just attach this fan and then this like control thing to a bird, then I can have a little flying, you know, oh, I see. It isn't just a glider. This could yeah, be like a full just me jet. stepping. Yeah. And just like shifting my weight. I can yeah. control this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I, yeah, I never got to any like controlled yeah. uh, vehicles. And another thing, like while you guys have been talking to, it's kind of interesting because for me, like the survival elements that were obviously there in Breath of the Wild too, 
Uh, I, I feel like it was for me, it felt more of like an interesting wrinkle that was added to like the Zelda formula where now they're like they're going all in on the survival side of things like even I, you know, I felt like I wasn't going into particularly difficult territories and I was just getting, I think I mentioned this before, but I was just getting one shot by like almost anything oh, yeah. that attacked me. I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. geez, this is like, they're not messing around. You oh know? yeah. It's not just the bit, the big baddies anymore. It's, it's like even fairies. some of these goblins are <laughs> kicking my ass. So uh-huh. it is like they're, they're leaning in, you know, you gotta be stocked up. Like you mentioned, you gotta be eating the right food in the right areas or for the right situation. You've re- they really, went all in on that Elden which Ring i was like that's you for the pain yes yeah <laughs> i i do think that also like what it does is like and maybe this is like the game design where like i i at the point where i'm now i'm like marveling at how frictionless the game is but i think that that's a part an an aspect of like how much friction there is at the beginning of the game yeah where yeah. like it is like a lot of like constant dying and like constant like messing up and constant failing at puzzles yeah and then like as you slowly learn things or as you slowly get items like yeah a thing that i actually really love about tears of the kingdom in comparison to breath of the wild is how much i feel that like equipment matters yeah and how much i'm constantly shifting equipment like you it used to be like basically i would Put on one set, like set like of clothes. Wear the cold, wear the yeah. cold armor, wear the hot armor, and know? I wouldn't yeah. change yeah, it exactly. at all. Yeah. But like, honestly, yeah, I would leave the climbing gear on yeah. most of the time, unless unless I was going to a hot zone or something. Yeah. And yep. now, like, there is like e- they have all of the old gear, and then they have new, more specific gear Hell that yeah. and does really cool looking gear. I've yeah. seen all the like some photos I've seen. I'm like, this looks sweet. And like, or whatever. It's so great. And like, when you're also like at the point where you're leveling up your gear and like certain things are like still like much stronger than others then you're like well i have to equip this because otherwise i'll die (laughs) so then like that limits the Mm -hmm. other like secondary abilities i'll have equipped and like so like at the at early on in the game i had only like maxed out one set of equipment so i'm like all right i'm just gonna be wearing this and have that buff the entire right. time a set bonus too yeah. right well, it was yeah. like anytime yeah. i'm going up against a, a nightmare enemy or a boss i'm just gonna be having this and like i'm finally at the point now where i'm like ooh, i can actually like mix and match like the like individual items or yeah. like do it specific to a scenario and like the new like buffs that they added for equipment are just really fun mechanics. Like some of them are things that like I'm really grateful for. Others are things I never considered. And I was ooh. like, ooh, I don't know how to apply that, but I, that seems really fun to think about. The mix and match is awesome too. I've got like two cold resistance pieces with like one climbing gear, and they're mm-hmm. upgraded one level. And I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna get me by for a little while at least. And like, and it gets I you up a stuff. like cliff face in the cold. Like yes. I love, right? Oh, I just love it. And it's yes, it's a thing that like kind of felt like it, it obviously wasn't, but it felt more like an afterthought or a less important part in breath of the wild. Mm-hmm. And now in tears of the kingdom, it just feels like a considered like aspect of the game. And like, that's how I feel about like every part of tears of the kingdom. Well, it is, almost, it yeah. almost feels like the armor is like obviously used for different purposes, but like almost on the level of like in like metal gear solid three, how you're like switching your yeah. camo all the time. Like, and it was a very active part of the game, you know, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's kind of on that, 
you know, sort of level. And like, oh man, I, I, I just started, well, when I say just, I mean like what, in the past 50 hours, who knows? <laughs> I've been playing this game like a nut job. I don't, um, you're getting, you're getting close to 250 last time I checked. You might've, yeah, might've even cracked about it right But I'm, I'm but at that's the point. Awesome. That's it's awesome. Incredible. It's awesome. Oh yeah. my God. I and love, you haven't even beaten it yet. That's like, oh, nuts. not even close. It, it does I'm not specifically. Yeah. There's so much like, si- uh, yeah, yeah, God, we could, we could talk about, we should probably cut this short because we were going <laughs> long, but like, well, we'll, de- we'll definitely be talking more about it in the future, yeah, but, but finish what you're going to say for sure. But like, I remember like, uh, Aonuma talked about how he played Skyrim and was like, God, I want to make that game. <laughs> and this kind of does feel like the like realization of it like i remember yeah. playing breath yeah. of the wild the and it's like and stuff it's like oh yeah this is just like the uh, skyrim and i was like no that was nothing like it like this is so much more like and we talked a bit about this about how like you know this the way that the npcs are scripted and lived and like continuous was just, in their stories like feels way more yeah. like majora's mask more lived in yeah, yeah. like and, and the but majora's mask even. was so like scaled down because it could only take place in like a really small setting right and now you can do it at the scale of breath of the wild and like Ooh. now because yeah. like, a lot of a lot of the NPCs in Breath of the Wild felt sort of all like a lot of the encounters were just felt random. Like, oh, here's yes. this random guy running down the path that I talked to that yeah. says whatever random thing. Like the even in the little bit I played, it was like, oh, this person has a purpose or has at least just has personality. That like, these these side like quests and like the fact that they have like an entire section in your like quest like thing as side yeah. adventures. Yeah. Which are like much like actual side Alt adventures. Step. Yes. Yeah. Like that cool. feels the most like skyrim of anything where it's mm-hmm. like no this is yeah. an entire storyline that is not important arc. you don't need to do arc, this yeah. like well, why wouldn't you do it why right because it's do, fun as shit a cool thing it rules so hard yes like the game is whatever you want it to be mm-hmm. it's, it's almost even like ugh. it's almost even like the realization or of like the further like of evolution of like how you had to do all those different things to get like the great master sword or the big yeah, mega the goron sword, sword yeah the goron sword yeah yeah like it's kind of seems like it's an evolution. You guys almost are talking me into popping this back in, especially because I pulled you, Kevin, my yeah. I Just pulled my TV out of the garage. I pulled my bigger TV <laughs> out of the garage, so I'm like I could get a little more absorbed in it. Maybe I could throw some headphones on. Randall said I a few could, things here. Well, both you guys, but Randall specifically said a few things. I'm like, eh, do I need to eat some crow here? It and feels play a like more? Zelda, Kevin. I'm at a point now where it I'm does. just like, oh my god, okay. this is. It feels like Zelda, and just like I felt with. Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm like, oh no, this feels like Zelda. This feels like Zelda One Zelda. This is like that sort yeah. of Zelda. Like, and it took a minute for that realized. feeling this to feels click. So though, too. much it, like Wind Waker to me. And Wind Waker, like, yes. And that's God. probably my favorite 3D Zelda, but partially for different, like partially because it's a little simplified and a little easy in some regards. Uh, I liked how I just kind of breezed through that game, yeah. but I did like the element of just like, oh, let me. There's it's some treasure buried game. here. Let me. Yeah, really, yeah. really cool game. But yeah, that, that does. Oh, yeah. Randall said a few things there where I'm like, okay, that's if you're telling me that pretty much you're not engaging with the building all that much. Not much at all. Um, I I mean, I know you you have to. I think you literally went to the two towers that use all of the building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. There is something to be said about that, like nonlinear 
you you could get off on the wrong foot and have kind of a bad experience yes. or you could get off on the right foot and have an awesome experience and because it took a it took a minute with breath of the wild for it to click where i was like this kind of does feel like zelda one it took at yeah. first i was like what the fuck is this game what is going on here yeah you know like, so it, i'm walking around randomly and i'm mostly just fucking around like yes. like i said i didn't get the fucking <laughs> yeah. glider you know i didn't get the camera i'm just doing whatever i want to do but along the way in this game because of the way they designed it i'm hitting the story beats when i hit the hieroglyphic you know corn drawings or whatever yeah. and then there's yeah. a zelda thing and then i'm like oh that's a cool part of the story and then i feel like oh yes that's that's part of the game that's happening here too but that's like i'm not even seeking that out i'm just like oh i'm going i'm close enough i did that i did that a hundred hours ago feeling too it's just like it's it's just so lived in it's like again yeah it's just like oh here's an adventure to go off over here i did i did get into those like yeah those lines those petroglyphs or yeah what a geoglyphs i think they call them yeah yeah corn drawings so cool little ancient little ancient aliens action baby. yes <laughs> love it <laughs> oh man but uh so john you're you're not have completed this yet but can you do you feel like you can sniff the end like oh, is it I'm, close am, tasted in sight yeah i've been avoiding the ending for yep. at least 50 hours just like breath of the wild yeah Blood, that's the, the only way, way to play a zelda game any yep. any zelda any game for that matter when i'm having fun i, I tend to avoid finishing why it would you want reason. to I am now at the point where, uh, similar to how I was in Breath of the Wild, where I'm just hunting the, like, top enemies yeah. mm-hmm. in the game and, like, using that. So that's a little bit of farming. Like, I would definitely say that. But, like, each of those encounters. Yeah. Yeah, each of those encounters are like a boss fight that you're, like, setting out to do. Because, yeah, Lionel's yeah, like still quest. take forever. Gleox, like, take forever. But they're I've fun. I've seen some cool clips of those battles where I, that that was one of the things where I was like, ah, that looks kind of fun. And I did have a couple quick combat sections that were fun. Are Gleox the 3D the block guys that look good. like they're from uh, Gunstar Heroes? Are those? Oh, them, my God. Finding out, like, a... <laughs> multiple ways to beat those like uh, we i mentioned that in our discord i think like cardboard moon was the one who was like oh like you could just use this on that i was like god damn it why didn't i think of that of course that's a thing you can do like i was instead of whatever weird solution like cobbled together solution i came up with on the fly (laughs) yeah which still works like it's fine Yep. I came across I don't even know how I came across this because I think I watched like a little bit of on a little bit of it on YouTube. It might have just caught my attention, but it was like this this auto build absolutely destroys the Gleok or whatever. <laughs> and it, you know, it had some dumb thumbnail. But yeah. I clicked on it anyways. And it's like, you know, they just basically took like a a long like platform, like one of those like concrete slabs, two of those and made like a you know a 90 degree perpendicular angle mm-hmm. and a square one on top. And they just use that as like a shield to block all the fire that the Gleok yeah, shoots. Sense. And then they just use the um, ascend technique to like shoot through that top oh. square and then just start blasting the Gleok and then duck back around it. It was like it's a little tedious, but I was like, this works. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, is like this crazy. simple auto build. <laughs> Well, yeah, that ascend is really cool. I've even amazing. seen like on there's been so many people like on just seeing like people posting clips online of like, hey, here's my take on the ascent. Even in like 2D games, like I saw somebody even posted like 
I, I don't know how, I don't know if they're like working on a game or whatever, but it looked kind of like a Smash Brothers style gameplay, but with like a Breath of the Wild yeah. or, or uh, mm. Tears of the Kingdom style mm. link. And they were like, had that Ascend yeah. feature plugged in and like had the paraglider. I was like, this looks, the anime, whoever did that, I, I'll see if I could find it actually, if I could put it in the episode description. Cause it was seriously playing was like, any open amazing. world exploration game without Ascend is miserable <laughs> now. If I because then it's like, this is like, oh, this is just ground. poor design. I should be <laughs> yeah. able to just zip through the ceiling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already Swing came all the way down the here. I already did it. Like, you know? it's it's really interesting because, like, it. I think that Ascend in particular is, like, the ability that, like, really calls into question, like, okay, what needs to be realistic in a video game? For real, though. For it to be, like, yeah. fun. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, the paraglider that you can pull out at any time is not realistic and put right. away and, like, but it's fun. And that got yep. added to everything. And being able to, like, visualize platforms and, like, visualize, like, objects that you can interact with and, like, oh, yeah, I want to be on top of this now, but I don't want to have to spend the time to climb around and, like... I think or I, forget. I accidentally fell off this thing. Right. You know, not that yes. it's not that you're able to do it in every situation, but in the, a lot of the and the situations you, are, you can't you know? do are specific puzzles that you need to right. solve yes. around. Like it's just yeah. built around it. And like, yeah, yeah, like the idea of like what what is like I, I keep using the term friction, but like what is a like source of friction that is necessary for the game to be fun and what is a source of friction that we can just eliminate and like is like not needed yeah that's fair what are we doing because video games have always done that versus what can we actually accomplish here if we just Mm -hmm. start fresh yeah 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 it's incredible you guys got me tempted i got kevin if you want to if you want a step-by-step thing to get auto build (laughs) and then that's actually yeah that might not be a bad call kevin for real that i wouldn't be because at this point you know, I, I've I pretty much had resigned myself to just packing the game up and going maybe someday, but you know, not anytime soon. But again, now that I got this jank set up, you know, admittedly, but it's still like, hey, I got a bigger TV that's easier to see, and I can get a little more immersed in the yeah. the situation. So because uh, I don't know, some of these nights, nice Randall, bed. do you want to do you want to take your headphones off for a second? I can tell him some of the things that Auto Build lets you do. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. It'll give you a like schematic for like various Ooh. items that like just so then like also if you don't even have those pieces it will just it'll spend the zoanite which is the ore like the specific like the currency sort of yeah, yeah yeah and it'll just use that you don't even need to have the Ooh. items in your inventory it'll just do it automatically for you and it'll be done okay yeah. okay that's that's uh all right that's yeah, a pretty good let's bring randall uh, that's back a pretty in. good all right, yeah, that's a pretty so, good. That that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, that makes it's, it's sound a, a little easier, a little less, a little less tedious. <laughs> yes, like uh, auto build is tedious. a great thing, but like it's, I get why it's a, you know, like we're not going to give you this right off the bat. Yeah, we, like, yeah. we want to force but, you into using these mechanics first a bit more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they probably the way you're describing it, it does sound like they maybe could have found a way to like after you got off those floating sky islands at the beginning and you sure. got through the brute force thing that they threw you into like, OK, now I'll let you just start building stuff so that it's like if you were grading against that mechanic, you can feel that sense of relief, which like you would mention like, oh, once you get off the island, it's it totally changed. And I was like, ah, I can't. You know, it wasn't quite the relief I was waiting for. So I was like, ah, it still feels the same enough where I'm not right. quite sucked in. But yeah, I do think that would be a, a welcome thing to just say, hey, here you go. 
Because, but... yeah, like, specifically, I'm thinking of, like, the two towers that you had to deal with. And, like, literally, if you had done, like, the auto-build, like, quest line or whatever, like, First, it just would yeah. have solved it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, here's every... all the stuff. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, I just brute force it most of the time. So, mm-hmm. But that's on me, too. You know, it's me, like, kind of actively choosing. I don't feel like engaging with this. I want to engage with it at the minimal level required, you know. So that's But also, I brute too. force it, but I think that the brute forcing is fun. So yeah, these it, are, it can like be sometimes. It creativity can be sometimes. in the brute forcing sometimes. Yeah, there for sure is. There for <laughs> sure is. There is a sense of fun of, like, that's not at all what was intended. Or right. you know, maybe they ran yep. into this, but, like, okay, that's... That was almost cheap, but again, and because it's so stuffed, that's not like, oh, I beat the final boss in a super shitty cheap way, even though you probably can. You know, I'm sure there's like, oh, I oh, built yeah. this thing and I can crush yeah. it, but who knows? Who oh knows? God, but would not surprise I'm sure we'll be game. digging into some more uh, Tears of the Kingdom in the future. Anybody have any more uh, last uh, thoughts they want to get in before we wrap it up? Or No, I'm going to shut up. Yeah, I'll save it for the future because, boy, yeah, uh, if there, if if John has this much time into it and I'm into this like I am now, then yeah. Yeah, we'll and you're, you're an equally thorough player, I feel. So yes. maybe not quite as quickly as John, but definitely an equally thorough player. So John, a game that rewards definitely. my worst tendencies. Of like <laughs> hey, man, but at least it rewards them instead of just inch. having you ju- like eating it up and just like being tedious. You know, at least you're having fun doing oh, it's, it. So. It's so much oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. But yeah, I guess we can wrap it up uh, there this week for the video games chit chat. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. We're on the internet at pursuingpixels.com and virtually anywhere else that you can think of. And uh, yeah, otherwise we'll catch you next week. And until then, take care. Bye. Bye bye. We got we got to save this. We have to save yeah, it. I'm just, I'm just glad you got that paraglider now, man. I do have a paraglider. <laughs> yeah. That helps my Yeah, guys. I can't imagine. That definitely, I mean, yeah, that definitely makes the game I can only imagine much easier or much more fun. And yeah, a little bit and, more and easy we, to get around. Yeah. And we will get into it in terms of like whatever asynchronous storytelling or asynchronous yeah. like gameplay yes. unlock stuff. Definitely. Like, I, I'm I'm in love with that. Like, Me I too. love the fact that like. I, I like did something and I was like, man, I probably was supposed to do this like really early in the game. Yep. And I was just like, no, I'm fucking off and going to a complete <laughs> like the first thing I did in like once I got out of the like beginning area. Yeah. Was I saw a falling star and I was like, those were a bitch to get in Breath of the Wild. Like, I'm going to pass I, it up. I'm just going to make a beeline there before I talk to anyone. <laughs> and like, so the very <laughs> yeah. first thing I did was just like, make my way. Like, I was like, I see it. I can get it. Mm-hmm. I know I can cross this river. When like, then once I got, it, I was like, all right, let's go talk to the NPCs. and let them <laughs> Like Zelda is like, or Link's just like, Hey, Hey, I know we've got some stuff, but I really got to get this star piece. I know the world's about to end in five <laughs> seconds, but I know this weird mummy corpse just woke up. But I need to add but this to my inventory. Guys, I know yeah. I'm going to use this in crafting in uh, like a hundred hours. So. Absolutely.